Hi, this is Michelle with The Fringe Following, and today is October 3rd, 2020, and I have with me today Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Today, we're going to discuss the um, biggest story of the nation, which is President Trump with COVID, along with some GOP representatives also have COVID and FLOTUS, of course, has COVID. And so we're going to talk about that today. I mean, I, I, you know, I heard the news and like everyone else, or at least half of the population anyway, um, I'm concerned. (laughs) But but yeah, you, I know that you looked into this more than I did. Um, I did, I did, you know, see some theories around, not sure what to think, but I, I'm very interested in seeing what you have to say. Sure. Yeah, no problem. Um, I have done some research. Um, When the news first broke, um, it broke by uh, Trump doing a Twitter. And that uh, Twitter, that tweet said, tonight, Flotus and I tested positive for COVID-19. We will begin our quarantine together, our quarantine and recovery process immediately. We will get through this together. And the together is in all caps. And so... um, immediately I saw this when the news broke and what I immediately noted was that he was ahead of it. He broke the news. It wasn't some news station. He did it via tweet and um, it was very uh, proactive of him, which made me think that maybe made me think personally that there's a reason for this because especially from all that he said about this, um, and how he's been trying to get people back to work. This is like kind of almost proving his opponents right that, you know, he should be wearing a mask more, that, you know, all, you know, that he should be, um, you know, concerned more with his rallies. And so for him to, to get in front of this and put it out there publicly just got my attention. So, you know, I started looking around and um, one of the tweets by Asha Rangappa, which um, I don't know who that is, but um, what she said really spoke to me. And she said, this was my initial thought. Trump doesn't admit any weakness, including illness. Seems strange that he would be so public about it unless there was a benefit to him. And that's kind of was my feeling before I even read her tweet. So, um, you know, I, I have a bunch of friends that know I'm doing the podcast, so they started sending me information, and you know, I I, I kind of went down the rabbit hole. But first, I want to address from everything that I've seen, and I've seen a lot of videos. First, of Trump talking from the White House, um, Trump saying that he was going to go to the hospital. I've seen a video of him walking to the helicopter to the hospital. And then when his helicopter lands, him departing from it or, you know, him departing from it and then getting into the um, SUV that took him eventually to the front of the hospital. And through all of this, to me, he looked really strong when he spoke. He sounded very strong. He didn't seem weak to me in any of these videos. And as they phrased him going to the hospital, it's out of an overabundance of caution that they just want him there in case anything happens. And so, um, and he's also tweeted since then, Donald J. Trump was interviewed by Tucker Carlson. Donald uh, J. Trump Jr. rather was interviewed by Tucker Carlson. And also um, he has tweeted um, or not tweeted. He did a Facebook 
video speaking of his father and saying that his father is doing very well and his father's strong, strongest man he knows, and he's never seen him sick in this 42 years that he's known his father. And so, um, and I've never heard him sick either because he's been a public figure forever. Not that this much attention's ever been placed on him before he was president. But what what do you think, Ronnie? Did you see him at all in any videos? What was your impression of, of the brevity of his illness? Um, well, I saw him put out that tweet yesterday, that video tweet yesterday, which was only a few seconds long. I think it was like 30 seconds long. And mm-hmm. he looked fine to me. You know, he's in a yeah. suit and tie and everything. Um, so, it, it, yeah, I'd be in I mean, bed, to me, he, you know, <laughs> drinking some right. coffee, he, you know, saying I, I'm yeah. sick or flu or whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Go he ahead. just doesn't look bad or sound bad, and the reports aren't bad. Uh, except yes. for what Washington Post had to say, but I will delve into that a little later. Yes, yes, they they are. And um, yes, people are noting the timing of this. And I wanted to play a short clip by Tucker Carlson and Don Jr. about the condition. And Tucker Carlson is by far, he's he's not like us. He's, he doesn't delve into these conspiracy theories. But even he said something, which I'm going to play for you, that it's like this timing is, is rather bizarre. So let me play this really quick. Yeah. It's, the timing of all this is very, is very, I mean, I'm sure, you know, to it, but it is, it's, it's pretty weird. Don Jr., great to oh, see you. Sam. I'm not going to get conspiratorial you. on that one, but yeah, no, I'm not, it's, it's definitely I'm not a conspiracy guy on the side. It's just noting it is, it's, it's a little strange. Um, but anyway, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I didn't hear that before. Um, wow. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. I mean, if even he is kind of like, hmm, you know, then that's making me go. And I was already hmm before he said that. I'm like, okay, so I'm not the only one noticing those actual people in the mainstream media are noticing this. And um, yeah, so I, I started digging down further down the rabbit hole. And, you know, I I don't follow Q as well as you, Ronnie, so I'm going to be very limited. But some of the things that they said was that there was a 10 days of darkness that was supposed to come about. They've yeah. mentioned a red October um, yeah. that is also in some Q tweets. And what I'm going to do is I'm not going to go over all that because I am not an expert, but I am going to show you a video that covers that called 10 Days of Darkness Quarantine. One thing that they noted in there is, is kind of the Everyone that's speaking about his condition says that he needs to be, he's going to be, he's going to be down for 10 days. Now, everything I've ever heard about COVID is that it's 14 days, 14 days, 14 days. I know. Yeah. And it seems kind of odd that when the doctors and everyone are talking about him being out of the game for this reason, it's 10 days. And that, that to me is like, hmm, that's kind of tying into this 10 days um, Red October, I did see a tweet that it didn't even come across any way to me as any sign or signal, but it was um, them having the White House pink for uh, breast cancer awareness for October. This is the month for breast cancer awareness. And um, I think it was a Flotus tweet, if I'm not mistaken. She showed the, the White House being pink for that occasion on October 1st. However, 
looked more red to me. And with all of this red October Q stuff, I was like, that's a weird look for the White House. I was even thinking, even though I knew it was for breast cancer. And then this conspiracy video that I watched brought that up. Hey, look, the White House is red on October 1st. This is another sign. Again, I don't know, but I did find it interesting. And the fact that Trump in his tweet, which I read to you at the very end, says together and it's in capitals and it's an exclamation point. And another thing that this went into is to get her. If you bring break down together into three words, it's to get her. And so this is insinuating that they're going to be getting Hillary Clinton. And so I thought, hmm. And then I saw Ivanka's tweet and she also said, praying for the swift recovery of my father and Melanian for all those impacted on COVID by COVID-19. As they fight this together, so she uses that as well, the president will continue to fight for the people of this great country. Now, with that said, yes, together is a term that's very easily used everywhere. It just kind of seems odd that they're doing that. And yes, I, I could be reading into it and I own that. But, you know, the 10 day thing, the red October thing, the together thing, it's just, it's getting my attention. I, I don't know. What what do you think, Ronnie? Am I crazy? Yeah. I, I've been hearing about the 10 days of darkness since I first started following um, Q. And now there's different names for Q now since the QAnon movement has gone so mainstream. And we even had, did you hear about the, uh, the, uh, I believe it was the Senate yesterday trying yes. to condemn it and no, voting no, no, on no. that. Right. The house, the house, the house, the, the house. house. It was like, it was a very, very high majority. And, um, there were some, um, Oh God, I have that article somewhere. I will post that as well. But they had some Texas representatives actually vote against it. They were Republican. They were saying how ridiculous that we're spending our time, one of our last days in session on this, when we could be voting in aid to, you know, our our American people that are impacted by COVID. But instead, this is what we spend our last day right, doing. Right. I know that, right? And to me, that's just uh like why aren't they condemning Antifa? Why aren't they oh. condemning these other groups that is causing problems, you know, um, why the QAnon is being targeted. The only thing that I could think of is that, you know, when you, when you look at the Q accounts, the people that are, um, tweeting every day about it, um, you know, they're, they're wanting, you know, they're, they're, they're talking about sending some of these high officials to get Mo and, um, you know, I, I, you know, we're talking treason and sedition and they want to see them punished and stuff, but they're not out there burning buildings. And we've talked about this before. They're, this is not a violent group. They're angry. They hate the direction that the country has been going in. They don't like the mainstream media. They have a uh, distrust for most of the government and most of the world governments. So, um, so to me, that's sort of like... I think some people in government are feeling kind of threatened and they want to try to condemn it. They want to try to shut it down. Now, as far as 10 days of darkness, I was hearing about this. Now, when I first started hearing about the professor or 
um, the Patriot Insider and whatever they're calling them now. <laughs> that was in spring. This was in March. And I started seeing this 10 days of darkness, 10 days of darkness. They've been now since I've been involved or, you know, following it. And when I say following it, I mean, just reading about it. So there's sometimes I'm on the fence about it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, they think that that could mean different things. And like, if you were to put in 10 days of darkness uh, on Twitter, especially now, you know, there's like lots of theories because nobody really knows what it is. Um, they don't know what it means. And mm-hmm. uh, some of the, let's see, some of the, um, Things are they think that the internet is going to go down for 10 days and they're going to be a reset and oh I'm hearing that this is the time where mass arrests are going to happen and um I've heard stories where oh they're going to make these people you know confess to the world and it's going to be a wide awakening I really don't know I don't have an answer for any of that and what that means um so the the problem with, um, I don't know if it's a problem, but following those posts that, um, Q posts is that you, a lot is left up to interpretation. Uh, and, and sometimes it can mean anything. I mean, he even put a, or they put a post up. Oh, what was that? last month, I believe. And it was of a Mickey mouse clock and one hand was on a 10 and one hand was at a two. Oh yeah. Yes. That October is October 2nd. Video. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So you go ahead, but I, I'm just no, no, saying, no, no, you know, no, I don't know what it going, means. Going. Yeah, I no, don't know what I'm, it means. I, I'm just agreeing with you because I just saw that myself and you follow up more closely. I'm like, oh yeah, that's one of the big things they're bringing up. And yesterday was October 2nd. And um, yeah. I <laughs> just breaking today, uh, Chris Christie has just tested positive for COVID-19. So just wanted to bring that up. It just flashed across my screen along with many other um, Republicans, um, including, uh, oh gosh, Kellyanne Conway. Is that her name? What is her name? Yes. She, she tested positive. I think that broke yesterday. I saw a very convenient list of like all of them. Unfortunately, I can't find it. It was a very nice uh, pictorial of all the uh, top GOP officials that have it. I believe three Republican senators have it as well. In fact, leading into that, Mitch McConnell decided to, uh, Mitch McConnell decided to, um, close the Senate early with them just meeting one more time for the SCOTUS, the uh, Supreme Court justice nominee. But other than that, they're actually shutting down Congress because of the three senators that have been tested positive with it. So I I found that interesting too. I don't know if you'd seen that, Ronnie, but that was pretty, yeah. All previously scheduled Senate floor activity will be rescheduled until after October 19th, except for SCOTUS confirmation hearings. So yeah, Yeah, I, I caught a headline about that too. Yes. Yeah. So it, it's kind of interesting that it's just the GOPs. I don't know if the Democrats are keeping it to themselves. They don't want people to know that they are also weakened with COVID or, you know, and I do find it interesting. And the press also has been pointing out a lot about 
um, well, he, you know, that he brought this on himself. He wasn't wearing a mask, all of these other things. And I just, I just find it, you know, curious. And also it, it does anger me. I, I don't know. I think I mentioned earlier, maybe I didn't that, you know, I, as soon as this news broke, I got on my Facebook and I blocked, I, I snoozed a lot of my liberal friends because there was no way I could see them saying he deserved this, he should die. I, I just could not take in that information and still, you know, want to ever associate with these people again. So I, I kind of snoozed them because I knew that these would be the people that would most likely say those cruel things, those people that their hatred is too strong, that they they are just entirely blinded, um, you know, by it all. And so, yeah, that's, that's what I did. And I encourage other so people. So what did the, I'm sorry, what did the video you watched about the 10 Days of Darkness say? What were their theories? They didn't go into completely the the theories behind, you know, what the 10 Days of Darkness meant. And they they kind of was, they kind of went off on different rabbit trails, like the, the press is devolving, including um, a Fox press person and, and how they were just getting very close. And it's because, basically, it's because uh, Trump made an announcement at some rally. And again, it's in the video, so I don't know exactly what rally. It was recent about how they're getting very close and how um, Comer, Comey is basically lying when, you know, he just recently went up in front of, uh, you know, Congress and, and lied basically. And he was saying, we've got them. And he basically was saying that, you know, things are closing down on this whole scandal. And so they're saying that he's doing this for protection. He's doing this to, um, because, uh, you know, they think because Hillary is going to end up in Guantanamo, they mm -hmm. said that there was some preparation made at Guantanamo for some high profile prisoners that may be coming in. Yeah, um, yeah there was also uh, the, gosh, I can't remember. It's these planes that, you know, carry uh, these jet planes from our military that carry like the codes for, you know, nuclear holocaust and that sort of thing. Those were sent off at the same night that Trump announced his COVID-19. Right. But do you yeah. think that maybe that, see, because I don't remember encountering this in our recent history with any of our presidents where a president was hospitalized. Could that be a routine ritual where they kind of prep everything um, to kind of show the world, you know, where things are secured because our president, you know, our commander in chief's in the hospital, right? So right. he's still in power. He hasn't transferred power over to Pence yet. Um, I'm just wondering if that's routine, if that's something that goes into place just naturally. I know this is a very weird election year, election cycle, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, it's very strange. And and of course, the Q movement has definitely made it much more dramatic and interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you, there. I, I'm with you. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's normal. Um, I've also been hearing about, you know, Guan Guantanamo, getting set up since spring. Mm. I've been, you know, since I've listened, I don't know how long they've been saying that. Um, it's more of, I'll believe it when I see it, but yes, it is all suspicious. I absolutely agree with you. It's a very strange time. And I even had seen a video where um, they said that 
and maybe you'll want to check that out later where, so remember when he went to that hospital back in, what was it in the summer and he was wearing a mask because he was visiting someone? It was the same exact hospital. Right. And they say his suit and tie were exactly the same as was that video that dropped yesterday on his Twitter account. And I looked and it, yeah, it did look, (laughs) did look kind of similar to me. Uh, I would have to look more in depth. They think that that video was shot then. So, and they think Uh, that he's on air force one going somewhere right now. You know, some people believe this now, again, I don't know. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm going to, at this point, in my own mind, um, is to kind of keep it simple and say, yeah, he's in the hospital. Yeah. He has COVID maybe, (laughs) uh, I I think he does, but I would today when the doctor came out, you know, and, and Mm -hmm. reported on his condition, I thought, I don't know why I thought that at first Trump was going to come out. Um, I don't know why I thought that. And then the doctor came out and then I thought, oh, okay then. All right. Well, uh, cool. (laughs) So he's still in there. All right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I am a curious person. And one thing that I did notice is that, you know, when he, if he is at the hospital, that would be one way for him to disappear easily than if he was in the White House. But because of the White House, his schedule is attained for like every minute of the day. There's so many aides that know about it. If there was some reason, you know, some of the theories are he has to go underground because he has to worry about himself and he has to worry about FLOTUS because they're going to be coming after Hillary. That's one of the conspiracy theories. But if that were true, he would be probably in a better place at the hospital. He could probably even not be in the hospital and no one would know due to HIPAA and all these other things that have to kind of um, contain him at the hospital, probably access to him is incredibly limited or you know what I mean? Or maybe even has his private doctor, private nurse there and no one's seen him face to face. It works at that hospital. I mean, I couldn't imagine they're probably cleared out the fricking hospital when they have to almost, you know, if we based on security or at least a floor, you know, so he could, he could really go underground this way easier than he could in the white house. In my opinion, I could be wrong. You know, I don't know this. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, another thing is that, um, let's see here we have. Okay. So we, for me, this is what I think. I think he's fine. I think there is something bigger at play. If he does really have it, I don't think he's that serious according to what I have seen from the right-sided media. Now, if you were to listen to the left side, and we can cover that right now, he's on his last legs and he's going to die tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that, Ronnie. Well, but yeah. I, so yeah, I, yeah. I dug up an article. Yeah. I dug up an article in Washington Post um, just today. And I was like, uh, I was shocked to see that what they said, and because this is not what you're hearing from his doctor. While you're looking for that, I'll cover the New York Times. Actually, at the New York Times, they also, and they're my favorite, and Washington Times is your favorite. So we both our favorites kind of spoke up. And when we say favorites, we're being sarcastic. But um, in the New York Times, and I will post this, it said Trump's symptoms described as very concerning, even as doctors offer rosier pictures. So some are saying, you know, well, he had oxygen. But, you know, honestly, 
if anyone came in with COVID, I think they would probably be put on oxygen as a um, as a preventative measure because COVID does take your oxygen away. So I would think that as soon as I walked into the hospital, they would probably stick me on oxygen, even if I had no other signs and symptoms. So I do think that's a little bit um, hyper-reactive of the press. So the Washington Post, uh, this was just published um, today, okay. live updates White House Chiefs of Staff says Trump's vitals over the past 24 hours are very concerning. Um, <laughs> okay. And it just says the White House on Saturday created a startling amount of confusion on the timing of President Trump's coronavirus diagnosis and the status of his health through a series of conflicting statements, injecting an extraordinary degree of uncertainty into the nation's understanding of the president's condition and who may have been exposed to the deadly virus. Um, at a Saturday morning news conference, members of Trump's medical team at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center said the president is fever free and that they are extremely happy with the progress he has made. But Mark Meadows, the White House chief of staff, said Trump went through a very concerning period over the last day. The president's vitals over the last 24 hours were very concerning and the next 48 hours will be critical in terms of his care, Meadows said. We're still not on a clear path to a full recovery. Trump's medical team also suggested the team knew he positive he tested positive for the coronavirus earlier than had been reported. Sean P. Conley, Trump's physician, said we are 72 hours into the diagnosis, meaning the president could have tested positive as early as Wednesday. And the team refused to answer key questions about when the president was first diagnosed and first symptomatic and whether he received supplemental oxygen. Uh, a senior administration official later confirmed reports that Trump was given oxygen at the White House Friday before going to Walter Reed. And let's see. So, yeah, that's it on that. And that was today at 3.33 p.m. Pacific time. Um, so I, you know, and then when you see when I saw his doctor today, it sounded like he was doing great. Yes, yes. And also um, I saw some other report a few hours ago uh one of the doctors there's a meme with one of the doctors talking in front of the hospital and he said uh, it says president trump's team of doctors say the president is doing very well fever free and if you know much about covid and i've studied a lot on it that is usually one of the signs that you're you're gonna get sick and affected by covid even if you know if you test positive but you don't have any signs one of the first signs that it's coming after you is fever so it says that he's fever free he's not having difficulty breathing and they they said trump told him i feel like i could walk out of here today so truth or fiction i don't know i guess you know the country does want to see him, and I thought it was great that he did produce that video. Whether it was truly made when he did it, I don't know. But I think you know he will probably continue to send videos of himself, hopefully, if his um, condition remains non-aggressive, and we really do hope that. Um, I also have a video of um, Carl Rove on the Sean Hannity um, and it, uh, show on Fox, Fox News, and I'm going to play what he kind of said about something that New York Times said recently, which I thought was um, pretty interesting. So I'm going to play that for you right now. One moment. This was in a news story in the New York Times today by two journalists I have an enormous respect for, but the, they and their editor did something wrong. If, 
If he is sick, referring to the president, or becomes ill, it could raise questions about whether he should remain on the ballot. Really? The guy's going in out of an abundance of caution to be checked out. He's got mild symptoms at this point. His, his wife is, is seemingly doing even better than he is. But we're already raising questions of whether he should remain on the ballot 32 days from the election. This was not a news story. This was an opinion piece, or maybe maybe it was the journalist hoping against hope that he might actually disappear from the ballot if they wrote about it. I thought it was entirely inappropriate, but indicative of the mindset of many of the people in the press. And all I can say to that is yes. <laughs> <laughs> Because that is how I have felt this whole time. But, you know, it it wasn't surprising to me that the press is reacting this way. But I was really glad to hear somebody say that because it really, um, they really are, really, he's going off the ballot. He's on his last legs. That's pretty much a lot of the attitude that they're trying to, um, you know, tell everybody. And, um, you know, all I can say is from what I've seen of the videos that I've seen of him, and, you know, I'm pretty sure that helicopter video of him walking was, you know, um, you know, current, um, where he's walking to the helicopter that took him to the, um, uh, took him to the hospital. Um, so, you know, I, I think he's fine. I know a lot of my friends are really worried and, um, you know, worried that he's going to die and all of that. The ones that are pro-Trump supporters, obviously the ones that aren't are thinking along other terms. But yeah. Speaking of, have you seen the vicious tweets coming out in the last 24 hours? Uh, Or actually what? This news broke two days ago, two nights ago. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Oh Terrible. my God! It's that's what I that I had mentioned earlier. I I, I froze my um, liberal friends. I just I I can't um, take what they're saying right now. And you know I might be at the point where I say, look, if you're gonna wish Trump dead, unfriend me now. I'm almost to that point. I'm almost to the point of coming out to the, uh, the closet with everybody that I know because I'm just so disgusted with it. Um, I do know I'll lose half my friends probably. But with that said, maybe it's worth it because if if I really do have friends that are wishing death upon him. They can go suck it. I don't think we should. I, I never <laughs> wish that. I never wish that upon Obama. And you know, I don't I, even wish that on Hillary. And I can't stand that woman. Right? I can't stand her. But you know, it's like I feel sorry for her. I pity people like that who have to feel like they are, you know, the ones that are really evil and corrupt. And that's how I view them. Um, and I don't mm-hmm. view very many people like that in the world. You know, I, I, I like to think that most people are good. Um, but, yeah, you know, even with the most evil on the planet, I don't wish them dead. I just feel sorry for them. You know, I feel sorry for them. They do need to be punished if they've done something wrong. But to wish death on somebody, that's bad karma, man. I'm telling you, that's just my hippie coming out in me. I'm just like, that's bad karma. You're just You're just creating bad juju right there. Well, in my opinion, what you resist persists. And if you hate someone that much that you're hoping and praying that they die, um, you know, you deserve them when you get them for four more years. That's all I can say. And I hope you're miserable the whole fucking time. Because if I hope that's, he gets a third term. <laughs> yeah, I hope he gets a third term because you guys fucking impeached him in the first term. And that actually makes yeah. him eligible for a third term. And if not, I hope his son steps up and, and takes the reins, you know, because yeah. I want you guys, I, I mean, really, if this is the way you are, I'm looking at a, a tweet, which I think she later erased, but it's by Zara Rahim and she is Hillary Clinton's former spokeswoman woman. She oh, said I'm it's so surprised. 
Yeah. Really? <laughs> and Somehow geez. related to Clinton. Jeez. It's been against my moral identity to tweet for the, this for the past four years, but I hope he dies. And she puts stars around the dies. And I'm like, really? Really? Oh, my God. I, I just, yeah, I just can't believe that. And then I, I did see another one, uh, a meme. And I really like this. And we are going to be covering this in our next podcast. The left spent the entire week demanding Trump condemn hate and instantly flipped to hoping he and his wife die. So, okay. So you've been conde- asking him to condemn hate with the white supremacy thing all freaking week and to the point of ridiculous. And then now you're flipping saying that you wish he died. So how can you live with yourself with those two <laughs> mixed philosophies? You know, one is direct hate and the other one, is asking him to condemn hate, you know, which, you know, is always what has made me so crazy about this whole thing and why I started a podcast. But still, it it doesn't make any sense to me. Does it make any sense to you, Ronnie? No, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. And so, you know, I just... I, I wish him well. And, you know, if you're a praying person, um, you know, he, I am, he's in my prayers and I do hope he recovers from this. Is there a bigger story to this? You know, we don't know for sure. We'll put up some things for you to look at if you're interested and want to go further down the rabbit hole. It's, it's, it's possible. It really is. Um, I don't think he's going to die and be off the ballot, you know, but you know, I I am not a soothsayer. I predicted that Biden wouldn't show up for the debate last week, and he did. So you know things things happen. We don't know, but that that is my feeling right now. Is that you know he um, he'll be fine, and after this ten days, he'll be back doing what he needs to do campaign wise. Um, I, I don't know. What do you what do you think, Ronnie? What's your opinion overall? I think he's going to be okay unless this takes some sour turn in the next 20 or 24 to 48 hours. Um, yeah, I don't predict it to be that way, but you know, you never know. Cause this COVID is kind of creepy and weird. You got to admit, um, it is a real virus, but, um, and because of his age range, yeah, I'm a little worried, but I'm not losing sleep yet over it. Right. And, and, and he has the best care and, you know, I would find it kind of comical if he did use HCQ and got all better, but um, it doesn't sound like they've put him on that therapy yet. They've mentioned some other things that he's on, and he said he's that on there's re- remetosphere. He, I think it's called remetosphere. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. and um, he did a bunch of preventable uh, with. Uh, that antacid he took, he took some melatonin, which I didn't know until I read that, that that's actually a way to fight COVID. So he's on a bunch of preventative medicines as well. So um, I hope and wish for him for the best. And I, I wish the best for our country. But yeah, um, message to the right, I don't think you're getting rid of him quite yet. <laughs> I, don't. Yeah, I don't. think I don't think so either. Yeah. Quit counting your chickens before they're hatched and disseminating more hate. I mean, you guys are supposed to be against hate and you wishing someone that, you know, a lot of people love, not just his family, a lot of America loves him and you're wishing him dead. I, you know, go to hell if you're doing that. I, I, I don't know what else to say. It's, it's just wrong. It's inappropriate. He is the leader of our country. If he did die right now, you know, aside from the election and all of that, our, I have no idea what would happen. You know, I, 
maybe the election will get stalled. I, I, I don't know what that would look like if he died. I don't think anything in the United States has happened where a president has died this close to an election. And God forbid, and I'm not putting that out there, but, you know, go suck it. <laughs> That, I have to yeah. say that. I'm sorry. So thank you so much for listening. Um, Ronnie, did you have anything else? No, no. All done. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, thank you so much for listening. Please catch us. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on – were we somewhere else, Ronnie? We're on Parlor and Pilled.net. So check that out. Um, yeah. That's it. Great. Great. Perfect. And um, once again, um, please comment on us. Please rate us. Please let us know if you want us to cover anything in particular. Let us know that as well. We love hearing from you um, and we love it when you subscribe. So thank you very much for tuning in to The French Following and we'll catch you with the new next news story. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.